Jacko loves stray dogs. Beastie loves to loaf. You know what they say about playing the game? You can't hear it today. I said now. Welcome back to Legal Council, coming at you live on a Tuesday evening. Back after another week's hiatus. Once again, apologies for that, but as usual, calling Jack from Melbourne. You've just returned from a trip to Rugby League Heartland. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Um, yeah, it was a good trip down there. I let a lot of people down on Sunday. Um, I blame my family for that. Also, we well, only had a week's hiatus because you were in um, a beautiful part of the Rugby League world in Rainbow Bay there up on the New South Wales, Queensland uh, coast. Um, sounds like you had a bit of a relaxing time with the fr- family and watched a bit of league at the surf club when you could. Yeah, I mean, it's rugby league country up there. Um, Rainbow Bay just out of Cool and Gatta there. Um, beautiful place. And it just seems like there's only one sport up there, and it's rugby league. Um, nobody else interested in anything other than the 13-man code. Um, I do say You this- got called a honky, didn't you? I did actually, um, and that's a big that's a big sign of a rugby league area. Well, a real throwback to getting called a honky. I don't think I've been called a honky, maybe since intermediate, which is I guess your year seven or year eight. I think we got called honkies quite oh. a lot then um, at Kirkwood Intermediate, which was multiracial, um, lovely school, had a good um, a lot of leagueies in our uh, at our school, and um, so someone. Um, a collection of uh, Kiwis, lots of Indigenous New Zealanders uh, having a good time after a Friday night um, out uh, working and they were really indulging as I was watching the Warriors and one of the young Indigenous princesses, Māori princesses, um, got quite inebriated and was screaming in my direction to get her drink for her on the table behind me and was yelling out, hey honky, hey honky, get me my fucking drink. Um, that is good. But I proceeded to be focused. I mean, I could hear her. I knew what she was saying, but I refused to be drawn down to that level. Um, and I just pretended to just be fixated on the Warriors, which I was at the time. And a couple of the guys there were like, get get off his back. He's watching the game. And then she slowly sort of subsided. But, um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's good being in a rugby league town. Um, and I'll tell you what the Gold Coast do do well. Rugby league, Beers. they do rugby league well. They do pubs or surf clubs or RSLs yeah, surf or clubs well. drinking establishments. Yep. They yep. obviously do the surf well. But I believe their two greatest assets are tattoos. Um, every single male has at least three or four of them. Um, yep. They do tattoos extremely well. I would say maybe the hev- most heavily tattooed per capita population I've ever witnessed and funeral parlours. You're either really? you're either going to the Gold Coast to get inked up, or you're going there to die. I mean, it's the Florida of Australia, really, isn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, See, they call it a sea change. Remember, they call some, they call this thing a sea change. They actually made a TV show about a sea change. You remember that? Mm. And a sea change is basically you're giving up the big city life. Mm. And trying to like just live by a sort of coastal area, not much going on. Probably take a quarter pay cut, but just enjoying life. But I do, think do it drives a few people mad. Healing, do you believe in the healing powers of the sea breeze? 
Mm, more salt water, generally mm. with like cuts and grazes, I find it makes the healing uh, healing time a lot, lot uh, shorter. I, I know exactly what you're talking about there. And the salt water does amazing things for a hangover. I mean, is the, oh. the a hangover is you just need to get yourself, and especially if you've been indulging in recreational drugs, allegedly this is apparently what um, the salt water is also very good to clear the head out um, after maybe yeah, a little bit surprise too much me. head noise. Wouldn't surprise me actually. Those herbals were very difficult. Well, I don't know. Those, they said those herbals were pretty tough. Those ones you bought at the corner dairy, you know. Mm. Um, it was very interesting. But I'll tell you what. So, my weekend in Portier, I went to the races at Randrog HQ. Um, mm. Then I had to fucking catch up with every man and their dog on Sunday, which I struggled to do, as you would know. And mm-hmm. didn't bring my family, which dogged a few people. Yeah, you left at um, half time um, without even saying a word. I just turned around and I thought you were ordering some shoestring fries time. for me. No, oh, yeah, I forgot the shoestring. I totally forgot that. Sorry, mate. Jeez, I did have some shoestring fries on the on the Monday, which were bloody good, actually. Um, yeah, sorry about that, but I had to go and I couldn't say bye to everyone. My no, mum was militant. I think there's two. There's there's two smoke bombs. I think you've got a smoke bomb category A is you're going home because you're a pussy. Okay, you're tired yep. and you need to go. Smoke bomb category B is you have either got a better cock or a better puss on the go and you need to get the fuck out of there. Otherwise, it's, it's a small window and if you, if you don't get out of there, it's not happening. That's category yep. B. Zip, category yep. C is what I believe is that it's sometimes it's just too fucking intimidating or overawing just to say goodbye to everyone and it's actually just like it's over or awing to the the occasion almost and it's going i just have to get out i can't say goodbye and it it actually it's actually an unselfish move because people will be wasting their time saying bye to you um you know i I was obviously i mentioned i got diagnosed with asperger's that's actually a classical um trait of asperger's people avoiding difficult social situations well, and, and fuck goodbyes are difficult, and some cultures are really bad at it. Like they'll, mm. they'll drag on the um, goodbye for about an hour, and the dinner only lasted half an hour. That winds me up. And the other thing that really winds me up is you say goodbye, but then your wife or your other mate says something, and they start talking again, and you oh. sort of get drawn back into it, and then you've got to sort of say goodbye again. Or, or yeah, you, you say goodbye. I mean, it's a half, sometimes it's a half an hour thing. And, I mean, if people can probably identify the kind of mates that we have, they're going to ridicule you. You're not allowed to go. So you have to go behind, you know, you have to slip away. And, you know, in many, many reasons, you know, obviously the day after a wedding can be a glorious occasion when you're still either inebriated or still topping up from the night before. And you can have brilliant conversation the day after a wedding can be fantastic but it also can be like hell because you know how many fucking of those extended goodbyes you're going to have to say goodbye to people that you might not see for another year that yeah. goodbyes are fucking like that could be a two to three hour goodbye so where when will culture or maybe we need to start up our own like league culture where you basically go out for a beer or someone and you just like literally walk out just stand up from your table and just walk out like, I know it sounds cold, but it's not. It's actually good for both people. That You're not wasting any time. Yeah. It should I mean, be applauded. You, not not, not um, labelled with some token autism spectrum disorder. 
Yeah, so we need to come up with a name for this. Um, and it's not, it's obviously I've just named the three categories of smoke bombing. But when it's mutually accepted in the group that you don't need to say goodbye, I'm going to start applauding it. If someone just fucks off and, and doesn't, and I know they're fucking off. As long as they're not doing it when it's there around. Yeah, that's bad. But maybe it's just a raise <laughs> of the eyebrows. And you just go, yeah, 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 the cunt's had enough of me, good on him. And I'll just focus my attention on the two to three other people that are here. And then I guess it's going to be a huge standoff to see yep. who leaves last. Exactly. To see, to see who's left at the table. And then and, you also have the gentleman's sort of, uh, sometimes like when it's you know, in a round, someone will go, oh, oh, I better get this one because I'm going to leave soon type of thing. So when they say that, you sort of expect them to go. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, I mean, there's obviously smoke bomb etiquette. There's also a round etiquette. Like, you remember back in the day, and I know someone who I'm currently in business with, who he is basically blacklisted for a period of three or four years during university um, for not doing rounds. And then his thing to kind of get his way out of that was to do a huge statement round at the start of the night, like buy maybe four or five shots on top of a round of beers, something unnecessary, grandstanding, and showing offy. And then he'd do this one big round that people will remember it forever, but that was the only round he did for the whole night. Well, that's not a bit. Well, that's the type of bloke you want to be in business with. <laughs> exactly. It's They'll coming be watching back. their pennies. It's coming back in spades for me now. But at the time, Wait. I was fucked off. Yeah, you can be. It's just it's a selfish and aggressive attitude, isn't it? <laughs> Quote. It's a good name of a biography, actually. Um, and anyway, okay. So we're back down to league cities. I was you know, relocating for the week um, to, to the Queensland. You came up and you, you watched the whole Broncos game with me? Uh, yeah, I watched most. I left with about six minutes to go when it was a... No, actually, no, I was still there when they were shaking hands. I lie. Now, I still don't know, but Penrith and Brisbane were tied on points differential. Why were Penrith fifth and Brisbane sixth? Was it tries? Were they? No, it was yeah. No points four is the uh, how it's ruled. No, it's not because Broncos have scored five five six, and Panthers have scored five one seven. Yeah, so Penrith came fifth. Yeah, Broncos have scored fifty more points than them. Are you sure? Yeah, five one seven four. Oh, can someone write into our Twitter at legal underscore council and explain that? Hmm. Maybe it's less points. Maybe they they're more about defence. Do you think it would be the away record? Can't no. we eight? That's not actually. But we're eighth. But we're two points off the minor premiership. So two points separate first and eighth. The highest before this. The highest, sorry, the shortest amount of gap between first and eighth before this competition was eight. Wow, isn't that interesting? But some people say, "Oh, it's such a tight competition." Again, and I think it is. But it I mean, is then you'd extremely have to, yeah, like. tight. Um, but I have heard um, that the NRL have come out today and said, because um, you know everyone calls it the top eight, the top eight. Actually, they've come out and said um, from now on. From today onwards, I guess we're going to call it the top seven because the Dragons have just got absolutely no <laughs> fucking hope of getting a winner. Oh, they are paying 41 bucks. They are 
eighth favourite to win the Premiership this year. So, Roosters short the shortest at three dollars forty. Then we have the Storm four fifty, Rabbitohs four seventy five. The Sharks seem incredible value at seven fifty, but we're going to talk about that in a bit. The Broncos have come into ten. The Warriors at seventeen. The Panthers obviously they're the biggest drifters on the Taylor Swift to nineteen, and the Dragons. They're in a different stratosphere. I'm sure that the Raiders are actually shorter than them, and the Raiders aren't even in the top eight. They're at $41, and I'm going to throw this at you. Are they the, is this the biggest mis- finals mismatch that you can remember in the McIntyre? Is it the McIntyre, or is that what no, used to be the McIntyre? No, this is the Lewis system. Oh, so McIntyre was before this when 1v8. It was the 1v8. Now, I had an idea. I'll let you finish. That was all, just slagging off the Dragons. What I was going to say was, uh, you know how we've got the Lewis system now, which the top four are guaranteed a, a life. Mm. I was thinking the the McIntyre system is actually probably more suited to this type of table when there's only two points, competition points separating one versus eight. Mm. So what I'm saying is you don't necessarily, you shouldn't necessarily get a a life from being one to four you could be a life one to six do you know what i mean so you could actually choose mcintyre or lewis each season dependent on what the difference between one verse eight is yeah i i take yeah yeah i hear you but it's extremely difficult to not to have something that's a variable like you need to have a constant in in a draw situation um and and i think that yeah, I mean, I have really bad... I have great memories and not so great memories of the McIntyre. Obviously, the McIntyre was we the Warriors being the first ever 8v1, and I think that was only done twice. So the Warriors beat the Storm. Incidentally, this is a great story for you. Warriors 8 beat the Storm 1. This, this Sunday will be 10 years to the day, and it's 10 years to the day that I moved to Sydney. So my 10-year anniversary... Is actually this coming Saturday, and I will be at the Warriors Panthers. Hopefully, going to celebrate my what's what do you call a um a ten year anniversary? Centennial. Nah, 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 what, what kind of jubilee is it? It's I don't know, just the tenth. No, but like you know, you got like a diamond jubilee and a sapphire oh, and emerald. Ten is ruby, isn't it? Okay, well I need to again. I need to probably jump on the old. That's no, diamond. Diamond. So your diamond Hang on, but that means your first day in Sydney, two oh eight, returning from South America. No, I, I, I did believe. a week in Auckland. You did a week in Auckland. You then watched Storm Warriors oh, live. Uh, live was the day. So I came over on the Saturday, oh, and then it was on the Sunday, Sunday yeah. was at four pm. The four pm, yeah. Warriors Storm, um, the infamous game. Warriors score with a minute to go. Michael Witt is Jerome holding the party. ball above his head, waving it to Cameron Smith, who runs over in the lower left corner of Tawara Nikau lower league stadium. Lower right league. And almost kicked the ball out of his hand as he was putting it down again. Probably the biggest heart in my mouth moment ever. And then obviously the... Hang uh, on, where are we watching it? Just at home? My sister's placing Glebe. And then following that, um, we obviously had the 2009, um, the year after, the amazing Eels run. 
to the Premiership where they lost the decider of the Storm. But 1v8, um, the Eels at Cogra, no, at Wollongong, beat um, the Dragons in possibly the greatest individual try that I can remember of maybe the last 10 years, the Jared Hayne um, running through. Then they were down by about sort of 12 or 14. You remember the game I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, and then they made that audacious run to the grand final. I think they had to win like their last seven to even make the eight. And that was when Hayne playing, Hayne train, um, was just, he was on a different level then um, for those next couple of years. And then probably my worst memory of the McIntyre was uh, we were fifth and we were playing uh, fourth place fifth. We were playing away to the Gold Coast. I remember speaking to you and John Tuga, the lead singer of She Had afterwards, because we, had, we thought we got dogged by the refs, which we probably didn't. Um, and then we just needed um, first, sorry, second and third to win. The Raiders went out to Penrith and bet the, cam, uh, bet the Panthers, Mount Leo coach Panthers, so we're like, fuck, now we need the Roosters, sorry, to lose to the Tigers. And that was the infamous golden point game the scrum penalty, and Nasta and extra t- gets field goal, gets into extra time, then Sean Kenny Dow, or sorry, vice versa, Sean Kenny Dow intercept, runs the paddock, and Nasta kick, field goal, and the Warriors got knocked out. So mixed emotions for me on the McIntyre. And then the last year would have been of the McIntyre was 2010, I think. You reckon the year after? I think so, because then the people had had enough of it, I think. Actually, that maybe even that was the last year of the McIntyre. Ten. That was ten. Ten. I think they had one more year. Mm. No, ten, ten was the year I'm talking about, the um, the field goal from Anasta. Probably one, arguably one of the greatest games I've ever seen. You know that, that um, Roosters extra time v Tigers? And that Tigers team, very underperforming team, 9 10, 11, wasn't it? No rehurry. 2011, they still had McIntyre. Because remember, we finished sixth, sixth. Played and played third. the Broncos third. So it was definitely McIntyre that year. Yeah, you're right. And then we did the Tigers in an absolute ripper at SFS. Mm-hmm. And then did the impossible at uh, Tower Tower no. in the yeah, it, was Tower, it was Tower Stadium. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was no. when Sean Johnson turned him around. Yeah, that turned was at um, Amy Park. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah because no, we went to the opening of Amy Park in 2010 for a Kiwi test. Yes, it was 2011. Off. Yeah. That the semi was played at. It was at Amy Park. Yeah, that. Oh, hang on. I call Amy Park Tower and Nikalo. Oh, I thought you Morris just called um, Olympic Park oh, Tower and Nikalo no, Leagues. Yeah, sorry, that's a, that's a miscommunication between us. Okay, okay. Um, Back into round 26, do we want to just sort of dive into that, just sort of, sort of highlights, um, lowlights? I think, uh, what were the... Round 25, sorry. Of the round, I mean, Storm, Panthers went all right. I thought this would have been great if the Storm got up. Mm. Um, they definitely played quite well, especially in that first half. And then Justin Olam missed out on that try in the corner by unfortunately putting his uh, hand out. Mm. Um and that could have went either way. They had that drink water, who I assume is related to That male model at the back. The beautiful hair. Um, He's a superstar. The... Do you reckon? I nah. think I've seen enough. He, he was... 
his it's not that good. His anticipation. You know, he reminded me of Billy. Well, yeah, he's obviously been working underneath him. He looked uh, incredible. Yeah, so that was a Warriors. To be hey, honest, let me go back. To, let me go back to drink water. I'll, I'll say this right. Cameron Smith didn't have much around him because he had so many injuries, right? But the way I saw him look at Drinkwater when he was like sort of feeding him a couple wide and he was running, he basically gave the, and this is his debut game, is that right? Yep. He gave him a free license to do what he wanted. And the way he was looking at Drinkwater, for me, was a sign that this kid's going to be something great. It would not surprise me that in two to three years' time we're going, fuck me, how the hell the storm unearthed a replacement for Billy Slater that's almost as good as Billy Slater. Well, it's funny. I think clubs can do it quite quite well because they know what they're looking for in a player. So it's almost easier, by definition, for the Storm to pick up a a, a like-for-like replacement with someone that's going to retire because they, they can pick up on the, let's say, the habits that they came up with. Do you know what I mean? Mm, 100%. I mean, Munster sort of came in and he... Who did Munster... Widdop. Wasn't Munster basically a straight, a bit to be a bit honest, a better would it? But I thought he just came in and really, just they didn't miss a beat, and he sort of came from nowhere. Who do you like better, would it or Munster? It's a no brand. Oh, Munster, Munster to me. Yeah. I mean, although you see what the what happens to the Dragons when Widdop goes, what does that say? Well, he's a pretty influential player, but in all fairness. Gareth Widdop went off injured uh, probably 25 minutes into the Eels game, and they were down, what, 18-0? Yep, you're any candidate. Well, no, I'm just saying they were getting absolutely flogged well before that. Yeah, you might be right, actually. But they, I, I just think he... he uh, who's better, Ben Hunt or Gareth Widdop? Who's more influential? Paul Vaughan is the reason why the Dragons have fallen off a massive cliff. Yeah, and okay. So, what were your thoughts on the Raiders Warriors games? I thought it was a pretty difficult. I, I wasn't very happy with the display, to be honest. By the Warriors. Well, the the fact that you're saying that you're not happy with a win from the Warriors says how much we've how far we've come. Jeez, we nearly threw it away in that last ten minutes. Like, there was did some, we do a scrum against the head or something stupid? There was some happened. Warrior. Yeah, there was some real mid two thousand Warrior. Giving, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory and saying that the fact that they won and we're complaining says how far we've come now I don't want to go into the game too the Raiders are fucking fearsome as fuck like that pack when it rolls forward right and their back line they haven't really missed Croker eh? that's like someone who I've done a 180 on and I'm a massive fan of yep well, I think they did miss him. I mean, they haven't missed him from a results perspective, but Michael Oldfield cannot fucking tackle. He was getting absolutely shat on. Peter Hickey, no, as we've like said, red. is a very good offensive player. He's just having his defensive issues. I think he actually looked okay on defense. Looked Hickey. okay. He's a confidence player. He goes up and he down. Is. I think you have to keep him in there ahead of Bill because the combination of Harris, Hickey, and Fusatua was the key to the Warriors' early season. Now, he had a couple of absolutely horrific games on defence, but I think you've got to keep him in there. We're not going to lose games by having Hickey, uh, Bill out there ahead of Hickey. Hickey out there goes a Bill. But we could 
do something a little bit more special. And I think that, unfortunately for Gerard, who played very well and he was in there all very solid, Hickey's got to stay there. Um, the Raiders... I agree. Story. I think Bill was a great... You look back at it now, it was a great depth signing. And, mm. I mean, some people slagged him off at the Sharks, but you look back at it, he always came on and did the job for Flanagan. Mm. Yeah. Back I mean, he started most of it. Um, i tell you what, though, and we've gone into detail on this in the past, the Raiders have so underachieved. Like, when is Ricky Stewart going to get fucking fired? What do you think Michael Maguire, this Raiders side, it's kind of like a Bunnies side that he won the comp with, the, big, the biggest full-pack in the comp by some margin. Yep. And a huge, exciting, and fast backline. Like, Kotrich is quite a big man. Yeah, he is. He's good. Lua are phenomenal. Um, yep. Sam Williams, cheesy does this at the end of seasons, doesn't he? He plays some good footy, uh, Sam Williams. And he doesn't miss a goal kick either. Um, it's a good Raiders side. It's a Raiders side. Blake Austin? Be... Is, it, is, it, is it sad to see him go into Super League? Blake is there still a place somewhere in him for the NRL? I mean, I wouldn't mind like buying him almost... I was thinking, if he came to the Warriors, it's sort of a, like a lock slash um, nah, half. He, he's back. a player that needs to have the ball in his hands. Like you, I think that Blake Austin needs to have the ball in his hands. He's kind of like Josh Reynolds, right? And I just don't know if there's a place how for him much, in the Raiders. How much would you pay for Blake Austin to play a sort of that role I'm explaining, a guy that can sort of play forward some week? He's basically, he'll probably be in your 17 each week, but... Mm. It's when you get an injury that he comes into his own five eighth or lock. Kind of like Lance Hohaya in his Legends career. Two eighty k for him. No, you pay a lot more than that. Would you? No, I mean that's yeah. Maybe you're right. Blake Austin's probably on five hundred grand. Yeah, but he won't be on that in witness. I'm sure. Is that where he's going? Witness. Yeah. Fuck. Do they still run around? <laughs> yeah. What do you haven't you watched them since fire days? Yeah. I mean. And then, so then the Saturday games, I don't, I don't watch the night St. George, so I can't really oh, comment on that. I watched I went it, it was the, just such a bludger. So I enjoyed, bad. Two shit teams. Enjoyed the, I was very tanked at the Royal and uh, Pedo, but I watched the Titans, um, whoever they played. Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys, obviously. Um, I thought that was a brilliant game, because it was in a high definition. They had really good TVs at the Royal, mm. which I think, does Hems own that now, does he? Mm. Don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, really good TV, good high definition. What's this 4K going to do? I don't know. No comment. But I did notice when you go to like the States and watch NFL at the pubs and that, oh, it's, it it's, does look clearer. It's in a different definition. It's in a definition that we don't so, even know about. If we get that definition for no, our league, we please. do not, mate. We do not get that definition. That, 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 the quality of picture over there is like you're in the stadium. It's next yeah. level. But I tell you what I did notice, mate. I did watch I did watch some of the Titans Cowboys game. It was great, yep. Thurston carrying on, fantastic, one of the greats of all time. Brimson. Are you coming around to Brimson yet? AJ Brimson is a player. I, I just don't like Keegan Hipgrave. He's in a he's No, you hate him. He's one of the worst players I've ever seen. So he's bad as Brad Parker? He's he's a hothead. He's gonna end up playing Jay. Yeah, I know, Lee. but everyone likes a bit of a hothead. Well, he's part of your rebrand of the Titans, put it that way. If he goes out there and maybe aggravate robbery or something, I think he needs to be a bit of a, more of a bad count. Um, but I did, did see... It was only 19. The thing that warmed my heart the most this round, round 25, was Mitchell Moses' performance for the Eels. Oh. Did you see it? Oh, man, I've seen <laughs> it. Of them. It was 
it was utterly disgraceful, and that's being kind. What he was doing out there was, it was park football. It was, I saw him do, in the space of two minutes, two bombs that went either backwards or straight up and down. One went out in the full. I saw him miss tackles. I saw him kick it dead. But the thing I think that fucks me off the most about him, well, there's two things. One, that people actually probably still, or they used to rate him, and even mentioned him in origin calculations. But two, <sighs> he carries himself, and there's, there's, there's a few players in different sports like that they just, they just don't understand. They actually walk onto the floor or the, or the paddock that they're the best player in the paddock. Mitchell Moses, he walks onto any football field, and he thinks he's the best player on the field. And that's, I think, what is the funniest thing about him is that he's bottom, he's a he's a bottom four half in the comp. There's not many worse halves than him. I can barely name them. Corey Norman. No, Corey Norman's a much better player than Mitchell Moses. But he's not very good either, mate. I don't mind Corey Norman. Mm, I wouldn't want him at my club. No, because he. No, was, I'm not saying I'd want Moses there either. But I, I, I agree, shit. Moses is shit. Um, and. Where does it go to from here? He went. He left the Tigers so so that he could compete. And when that when that when that contract's up, is he going to be joining Matt Dufty over in Super League? Oh, to me, <laughs> I, I did say though that I reckon he'd be a brilliant Super League player. Yeah, and the Albert Kelly sort of mould. Albert Kelly, Ben, ben Barber, Roberts, Ben Roberts, players that don't physically can't compete at the NRL, but would just. Like I watched the game, uh, that Lebanon-Tonga game, mm. where it was just opened up a bit more, one ref. He was actually fucking good. Like, he'd chip and chase and shit like that. Mm. I reckon he'd go good over there. But, yeah, he's not an NRL player. No, not by any margin. Um, and then we obviously finished out with what we could have, we thought could have been an upset, Bulldog-Sharks. Entertaining game. Um, yeah. Finishing with Broncos. Demolition Man, what of... what a crowd. Fuck, that Seagull side's broken, eh? They are broken. In fact, they're in a bad, bad way. I mean, what came out after weekend's um, weekend's games was which clubs can actually stand on their own two feet and make some money mm. and ones that can't. And Manly are in dire straits. And they're, when they're that rich family that supports them pulls out, because why would you keep supporting that rabble? They're in trouble. Mm. Um and there was some interesting stuff coming out of HQ, uh, you know, HQ, um, about the teams that can actually stand on their own two feet mm-hmm. in terms of uh, making profit, you know, making a profit. So I think the eight are, and what's, uh, okay, North Queensland. Mm. No, no surprise there, right? Broncos, obviously publicly listed, no surprise there. Uh, the other one's Newcastle. No surprise there. You got new well, owned by the Wests Group, who were a highly profitable yeah. business up there in the Hunter. They, they know how to do stuff efficiently. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Souths. So Rusty uh, made one point three million dollar profit for his, uh, and he's not doing it with pokies or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tigers in Sydney, and then so how many have we got there? Then you got uh, Storm, Do, and Warriors. But the ones that are really struggling are the Sharks and Manly. They don't have uh, the pokies to back them up. So apparently... Like, Hang on, if, Manly Leagues is a pokey fucking place, isn't it? Yeah. 
I think that they just... I mean, Manly's... Remember Penrith and that obviously make heaps of money, hmm. but you don't you don't want to take pokies into your football operation. These are just football operations, so you don't take use pokies. You've got to like, use merchandise, um, ticket sellings, and $13 million bucks you get from the NRL each hmm. year. But when what it says, what it does say, and look, I've been on a. This is on the NRL stink forum actually, which you should give a, an apology to for uh, being out stinked. But they, they hang on, hang on, I need to stop you. I'm, I am a WhatsApp forum connoisseur. I'm involved in fifty different forums that kind of come and go from time to time. But I have never seen a forum like the NRL stink. Really. They would really enjoy that. Just uh, the pure uh, amount of activity. It was it blew me away, and I tried to keep up for it for three nights, and it was having fun. It was good league banter, but I was getting 60, 70, I was tuning away for ten minutes and 70, 70 messages. I think and, you're on holiday too, which didn't help. But yeah. I mean, there's some great shit. I mean, they do talk a lot. Of, they do moan a lot about how the games run, which I think mm. they overreact to a bit. Mm. Um, I think Hado like, and Stu Pierce, they just go on about how the game's not run properly. But anyway, anyway what I was got to, uh, what I was up to was the common denominator about teams that aren't making money and therefore it should be survival of the fittest are Sydney clubs. Mm. It is just... Uh, saturated, right? Mm. So the, the the solution is you just have a north, south, east, and west Sydney team, and then wow. the clubs feed to them juniors. That's, but that's, we're that's such excessive. a traditional. What do you mean? You can't just combine fucking into four Sydney clubs. So you have got Penrith and West. That's what you're saying. They have to combine. Penrith, Manly, St George, St George, Wests, and um, Manly, Cronulla uh, have to combine. Penrith, Parramatta, Wests. Then north, you've just got Central Coast, Manly, North Sydney, but that's all that area. Manly anyway, mate. No. Yeah, but just that's no, not helping Manly. South, you have South, St George, Cronulla, and then East, you just have Easts. Mate, you got you got three teams into the West. Nah, no, you've move on. This is a stupid <laughs> subject. Mate, what do you mean? It's still going to have a salary cap. Mate, we're just diluting the talent. But maybe that'll be better. Twelve teams play each other twice, twenty-two rounds, no, stand on no. origin and rip. Mate, that makes sense. But you're again, not, you're, you're making cutting, you're making wholesale changes because Manly and Cronulla aren't doing well financially. Well, on the fucking field, Cronulla are doing they, brilliantly. They're no suits, no, rehurry. Then they have to reinvent them. The Canary Bulldogs of this world will feed into. Oh, sorry, they feed into West South. as well. South Wests. West. No, nah, so now you've got four teams out there. You're gone. You're gone, mate. Oh, oh mate. They still... The, the Can- Canterbury, Bankstown, Bulldogs, the Paramount Eels, Penrith, all that, they still have their own identity and play New South Wales Cup. And then they just have to reinvent themselves like the Newtown Jets do. Nah, sorry. I'm not even fucking entertaining this. You are the typical reason why league may not take over the world because you're too much of a traditionalist. It's actually the best way So forward. what? I believe that the Glebe Dirty Reds should still have a team and so should Newtown. And they can, but they feed... Glebe Duty Reds feeds to Sydney. Nah. Anyway, I, I, I do I do want to focus the most of our attention on too because it's we can smell September. We are, we are three days away from finals, right? And we've got we're going to preview all these four games, and I'm going to ask you for your thoughts on it. Team lists in front of me. 
The Storm, Slater, Vunivalu, Chase Blair, Curtis Scott. So Chase Blair still in, uh, is in for Will Chambers. Adokar Munster and Jerome Hughes. So interestingly, Bellamy's gone to Hughes. Um, he's ran Brody he Croft there for the last couple ability. of weeks. Um, so that's quite paid. a big call. The Fords, Bromwich, Smith, Cameron, Gladsby, so Noah Sofa-Solomona, Kafusi and Stimpson, no Ryan Hoffman, and Finucane. And then on the bench, Brandon Smith's back from injury, Kristen Welsh, Tui Kamakamaka, Kenny Bromwich. And interestingly, Cassiano and Hoffman are in the reserves, so potentially leaving it open for them to come onto the interchange. Over to Souths, Alex Johnson, Campbell Graham, Greg Inglis, Dang Angai, Robert Jennings, Cody Walker, and Adam Reynolds. That's their first choice back line. Then the Burgess boys, Damian Cook, John Sutton, Andrew Criden, and Sam Burgess. That's their first wow. choice forward pack. But they just would. just listen to this they bench. Would. Just listen to this bench from South Sydney. And maybe you might change your opinion. Heimel Hunt, Cameron Murray, Jason Clark, Dean Britt. That's a bad as bench as I have seen all season by not even a top eight side. And that is a huge, right, huge weakness of the Bunnies. That that Ford pack is exceptional. But George and Thomas Burgess and even Sam Burgess, they need to get rested. You can play Angus Croydon for 80, probably in John Sutton, Damien Cook too. But they've got to bring some meat off the bench. Now, I don't mind Cameron Murray's looks, but I'm not sure if he's a great footballer. Jason Clark's he's all just, right. just a warm body, and I don't even know who fucking Dean Britt is. And Highmore Hunt. Dean Britt, it's uh, Darren's brother. Uh, so, I mean. Carmichael's cousin. Actually, he is. So, no, but Dean Britt is Darren's son, I'm sure. It is. Yeah, it is. It is too. Um, so... It's at Amy Park. Both teams will back each other to beat... Like Both teams will be walking in that confident they can win. It's but, going to be a brilliant game. I'm actually just texting some mates about organising what we're going to do for the night. There's a couple of big outs for both... Uh, sorry, for the Storm. But you have to say Slater, Munster, Smith, Bromwich kind of gets them home, do they? I think it's going to be a rip snorter, and I'm going to secure my tickets right now because that is going to be. What's your prediction? That's what two, three. Uh, I can't, pick, but I reckon the What's bunnies can get, do it. I think the bunnies can do it, and that means so that so means you think do the we bunnies play, can do it, or you? Th- you is that? Well, I think, but I don't know, mate. It's in our hour. Anything could happen. All right, I'm going to go with the storm. I'm going to go okay, with the storm. So Twenty bunnies, sixteen. Okay, so second game. Roosters I know, on Saturday afternoon. Panthers, Warriors. Whew. Panthers, next. So, Panthers. Dallin Watanay-Zelizniak, Josh Mansour, Wonga Blake, Tyrone Peachy, Christian Crichton, James Maloney, Nathan Cleary. They are at full strength in the back line, apart from missing Dean Fade. Then in the forwards, they've gone back to Trent Mirren starting. Sione Katoa's back in the side. Regan, Cat, Gillard... I, don't, I refuse to call him Regan Campbell-Gillard anymore. Um, there's possibly not a more overrated player in the competition than him. Viliami Kikau, Isaiah Yo, jo- James Fisher-Harris, a good back row. Then on the bench, Tyrone May, Moses Leota, Corey Harawira-Nida, and James Tamo. Very strong bench. Very dynamic full pack. And a lot of pace, creativity, and finesse out wide 
pretty good on paper. The fact is that they're just not in form. They're not playing well. They're not looking good. Something's wrong. Now I go across to the Warriors side, who have won four of their last five, or three of their last four, something like that. Four of their last five. Roger Tuovasa-Shek, David Fusutua, Peter Hiku, who's got the nod ahead of Jared Beal, Solomon Ikata, Kema Marlowe, Blake Green back from injury, Sean Johnson. Then in the forwards, James Gavitt, Isaac Luke, Ignatius Parsi, Adam Blair, Tohu Harris, Simon Mannering. On the bench, Jazz Tafanga, Isaiah Papali, Bunty Afawa, Jared Bill. So I would say Take that's me. the first time. But is Mannering going to be playing? Yeah, Mannering's been named. The and, uh, first time in 2018 that the Warriors are at full strength. Yep. This game, hardest to pick. Oh, last week. Oh, no, no, nah, they didn't have Blake Green. This is the hardest game to pick. Because on form, the Warriors, you have to say Warriors. On paper, you have to go Panthers. On past history, on, you have to go Panthers. You have to go Panthers on... Uh, when you do reverse psychology, you have to go Warriors. Yeah. And you're going to accuse me of being a homer, but I just can't see the Cameron Serraldo coach Panthers. I thought they looked diabolical against the Storm B. Sorry, the Storm C. I thought they were shit. And even though they scored a couple of tries to finish it, they still let the Storm back in at the end. They didn't look good. James so, so what Maloney, are we looking at crowd-wise? 23,000 maybe. What? Surely more kills would turn up than that. Yeah, it's just a stab in the dark. I'm going to make a bold statement here. James Maloney is the worst defensive player I've ever seen in rugby league. Oh, come on. Apart from maybe Mitchell Moses. Jason Taylor? No. James Maloney. They, did you see that try that they disallowed from the, um, the drink, drink water, the male model drink water? Yeah. And they called it back. It was a blatant try, but they were squaring up because the penalty count in the first half was 8-3 or something. Did you see the missed tackle from Maloney? No. Nah. It was insane. It was... Oh, he's, he he's was just... Else, he, he's he? dropping tackles, mate. Um, so I and think... And we do have to tell the Allisons about him, but we'll do that after the final. No, we are not. We have to. I promise some of our listeners... Nah, you I'll can do it on a different forum. I'm not a part of it. Um, all right. What's your pick for that game? I'm picking the Warriors. Green Panthers. I'm picking the Warriors by 14. Picking the Panthers by 2. Well, that would fucking knife me. Um, this has real fucking finals footy written all over it. 7.40, Roosters, Sharks, Alliance. Tedesco, Tupo, Latrell, Manu, Blake, Kerry, Cronk. They're at full strength in the back line. JWH, Friend, Takayaho, Cordner, Lou, Radley. So no Dylan Napa. Lindsay Collins, Tedavano, Orbison, Madison. So they're pretty much at full strength. The Roosters been hot and cold lately. Had a couple of bad losses. And to the hottest JJ team in Gilden the NRL. JJ Shield, though. Yeah, hottest team in the NRL. Valentine Holmes, Josiah Fecky, Josh Dugan, Ricky Detelli, Edric Lee, Matt Moylan, Chad Townsend. Take away Valentine Holmes, who's in all-time form. That is a shit backline. Fecky, Dugan, Latelli, Edric Moonboot Lee. Chad they Townsend play and Matt well Miller. as a unit. They do, but as Valentine Holmes can't carry them himself. Now this but is Dugan where their strength. Can. This is where their strength is in the full pack. Fafida, Brayley, Matt Pryor, Luke Lewis, Wade Graham, Paul Gallen, Kirk Capewell, James Segaro, who's their X Factor, Aaron Woods, and Jason Bakuya just 
fucking happens to play quite well for the Sharks. Yeah. I see this as an upset. I see this as a Sharks yep. getting home. Actually, no, I don't. I see this as, oh, I can't pick it. It's going to be a great game of football. I can't pick it. Roosters by, Roosters by two. Did, did the NRL make a, a, a mistake by not making Saturday's games a double header? Uh, well, it was supposed to be. And it's... at the last minute, the Panthers changed their mind because of they found that they were playing really? the Warriors. And they played it at ANZ because they thought that if they played it at Allianz, the Warriors would have a more of an unfair advantage. Banter. That's not. That's true. Wow, that's amazing. But I think we would have, wouldn't we? I think we'll, we'll probably get... Uh, I think but it'll be allowed How good to... be seeing a full Allianz and... Oh, on wow. a Saturday night. The great rugby league. If you would have got two games for the price of one. I know. And this is... But you wouldn't have stayed around if we lost. This is the... Just as the, the, the Broncos are dollar one to win this next one. So who are you picking? Sharks? Roosters? Uh, I think Roosters. I think Roosters just... It's going to be... It's, that's the game of the round. Comfortably. I feel, yep. there's a, I feel there's a lot of bad blood in that for some reason. I feel there's going to be a bit of a boil over. Broncos, Boyd Oates, James Roberts, Kahu, Yasako, Milford, Nicarima. They're at full strength at the backs there. Fords, Lodge, McCulloch, Thiday, Glenn, Pangai Jr., Maguire. The interchange, Margot, Offerhangawe, Corbin Sims, and David Favita. Against Matt Dufty, Nene McDonald, Zach Lomax, Lafay, Jordan Pereira, Gareth Weddup, Ben Hunt. Is that Lomax actually playing? Yep. Wow. He's not the English Zach Lomax. I know. That's Johnny And Lomax. then in the forwards, James Graham, Cameron McInnes, Leeson Armel, Tyson Frizzell, Tarek Sims, Jack DeBellin, who apparently is on crutches, Jeremy Lattimore, Kurt Mann, Blake Lowry, Luciano, Lucky Lua. It's a case of Broncos by 30. I mean, that would be the biggest upset so. in the history of the Lewis system if the Dragons win that. It'd be up there. I mean, fuck the, the the Broncos, right? Like the, this this glamour club that we thought are having a bad season, mm. and that have halves that can't make decisions and they stuff. They come from uh, really looking good. And you look at that team on paper and a informed Nikarima. I mean, I still have, I still in a in a in one of those arm wrestle uh, finals matches where it's. Two points in at the 60th minute mark. Whether those two halves are going to pull through for you, I still have my doubts. But, geez, that forward pack's going to win you that arm wrestle. This is, this is where I see it going for the Broncos. I see the Broncos demolishing the Dragons. And then, so then let's just say they, they win that against? game and they play the loser of... They'll play the Sharks. loser of the Sharks versus, right? Yep. So let's just play the Sharks. And they'll no, sorry. The, they play the loser of five... No, no, they, they play don't. The, no, they don't. They yeah, don't. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They play the loser of the Sharks Roosters. Let's just say they play the Sharks. They get into a grind with the Sharks. And then, no, they don't. Know, no, they don't. They do, mate. It's Storm Rabbitohs, isn't it? Nah, because they are the higher seed of the... But it goes the other way. Oh, no, it depends the... on who wins. Because if Penrith win... It doesn't, it doesn't, does it? It does, because if Penrith win, it's the seeding. So if the fifth and sixth Oh, win, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You okay. play, so let's just say they play the Sharks from the point of my argument. I think in a game on a grind semi-final, when the game's on the line, in a really tight game, and it's not a free-flowing game at fucking Sunday afternoon in Suncorp against a broken Manly team, 
Anthony Milford and Cody Nicarima aren't going to win you their fucking game. No, but they don't have the chops. They don't have the playoff chops to win a game. Townsend. Who's going to kick a field goal? Actually, yeah. Milford can kick a field goal, can't he? Can, but not greatly. So, yeah, that's my biggest... And I, Yeah, that's what stops them from winning the Premiership, even though we've got Gordon Tallis picking that they will. So, let's just repeat. I'm going Storm, Warriors, Roosters, Broncos. And you are going Rabbitohs, Panthers, Roosters, Broncos. Yep. So, if we agree on two, we agree on Broncos... And roosters. So should we go? We'll do. We've got twenty-five bucks left. So should we do a multi Broncos thirteen plus into the roosters twelve and under? How about that? Broncos thirteen plus into the roost done. Into the roosters twelve and under. See if we can recover that balance. Yep, I think that'll be. I'll, I'll see how much it's paying. So I'm going to Homebush or ANZ Stadium. You are going to. Tower uh, Lower Right League Memorial Stadium. Uh, yep. We'll be able to compare notes after the week. Um, any other comments from you uh, to close out this? Uh, no, other than this Maloney story that needs to be broken. It's not getting broken on this show. Well, whose shows are going to be broken on? Your YouTube channel that I'm not involved in. Mm, okay. Oh, I just can't be a part of that. Okay. And you can break Fair it on your stink forum if you want, but you're not breaking it on this show. And we're not, breaking the, we're not breaking the Cooper Cronk story either. Okay, fair enough. We but I don't know that story. There's, there's two different... There's a couple of things we don't mess with on this show, and that's, and that's some of the, That's one of them. Um, mate, huge win. So we're getting 5.67 for that mouldy. That's not bad. Tw- times 25 there, we've got, our, we've got our investment back. Okay, perfect. All right, well, until... Next week, we will have six teams left in the competition. you got to love your league. Love your league. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL My legal counsel Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday A story from Jack about a urinal My legal counsel